The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have, it, uh, have you here. You know, it is that day. It's November 8th. We finally made it. The midterm election we've been hearing about. Carrie, I think we've been hearing about them since November 4th, 2020. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Yep, and we got some numbers coming in already. We'll, we'll have those in a second. What's interesting is, as soon as this is done, and it might take a while, we're going to start hearing about 2024 because Trump is about to make a big announcement. Yep. So I don't know that we're going to get any rest. I might just take a three-day weekend at some point because my face hurts. You know what I mean? I mean, at some point, I, I just, every waking moment, covering this and thinking about this mm-hmm. and working on this and posting it's about too much this. sometimes, yeah. It is, and disconnecting is hard. We'll have Katie Kuhlman on later, the clinical psychologist, to help us come down from all of this wrangling, although it's probably going to be very short-lived, to be honest with you. I know a lot of people say short-lived. It's actually short-lived. All right, uh, give me the latest. Uh, re- actually, let's let's set it up that it is, in fact, okay. election day, and election day is always on a Tuesday. <laughs> well, mostly on a Tuesday. We've had the occasional special one, not on a Tuesday. Hi. Hi. That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing today? You good? Oh, I'm just fine. You about done with all this? Yes, absolutely. Polo making it happen? Sam in the his house? La da 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 dee 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 dee. All right, that is the song of the day. Let's just get out of it. Let's get into some uh, results. So we know that polls started closing. You said Indiana. Uh, I guess part of Indiana started closing a little while ago. And the East Coast, I believe, many places starting to close as well. What do you have? Well, right now, the Indiana Senate, they're calling it with, or Fox News is calling it with 4% in. Uh, The Democrat McDermott has 39% young. The Republican has 58%. They're calling it for the Republican in Indiana. Uh, The Kentucky Senate... Again, only 4% in. You got Rand Paul at 48% and Booker, the Democrat, at 52%. Fox News is calling that for Rand Paul. And in Georgia... Wait, 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 wait. It sounded like you said Paul has 48 I, and Booker has 52, but they're yes. calling it for Paul. Yes, with 4%. Yeah, see, how, how do they do that? I don't know. I don't get I want all that Paul polling to win, stuff. Without but... a doubt... Well, I'll get into what I th- how I think it works, but that's kind of odd. But go ahead. Okay, yeah, and and we've got Georgia. So, and this is only one percent. We've got Abrams with sixty four percent. The Republican Kemp at thirty five percent, and in that Senate race, Warnock at sixty six percent, and Walker at thirty three percent. All right, that is very preliminary. Nobody's going to call those yeah. races anytime soon because by the polls, Kemp is beating Abrams pretty handily. And Walker and Warnock are in a, a, a virtual dead heat. So I'm not sure where they got those those precincts. So let me let me break down what I think is going on when they start making predictions with 4% in or with 1% in. Nobody's made a prediction on one. But what they normally will do is they'll have the vote count up till then. Then they start making assumptions by either exit polling. And an exit poll is exactly what it sounds like. You go in and vote. You walk out. Somebody says, hey, how'd you vote? I voted for Kemp. How'd you vote? Voted for Abrams. And if you remember in 2004, by the exit polling, George W. Bush was getting trounced by John Kerry. John Kerry! He was going to lose. Kerry was already celebrating opening up the, um, the champagne. Zogby gave it to Kerry over 300 some odd electoral college votes. And of course, we know that George Bush beat him. Um, so exit polling isn't very... It isn't very scientific because, Carrie, if I walk out of the polling place and they say, who'd you vote for, uh, Abrams or, or Kemp? Can I say the person I didn't vote for? Of course you can. 
Right. So that so that's what we're talking about here. So I don't like exit polling. Now, if there are so many votes in and so many votes left, and the difference between the candidates is larger than the votes left, then you can scientifically and mathematically say that person cannot possibly get enough votes to pass the other person so we can call it. Right. And this so is how, yeah, this is how fast it's working now because more numbers are coming in, and at least in Georgia, and it's still 1% that's in, yet we've got Abrams now at 52% and the Republican Kemp at 46%. And it's still, so the it's percentage already, hasn't changed. Correct, yeah. It's just stupid. It's crazy. Uh, it, it, and again, I mean, Rand Paul's going to win, but you've got him at 48 and the uh, Booker at 52, and they're calling it for Paul. Yes. Now, there is no scientific way they can say we can call it for Paul because the other person's in the lead. And, and yes, there are plenty of votes left where Paul could overtake Booker. Yep. I get that, but you can't just make an assumption. Go ahead. Right. And just now it is Paul has 51%, Booker has 48% in Kentucky. With how many percentages? How many, uh, how many 5%, reporting? I believe, 5%. <laughs> I know. Now, now, let me ask you this. As a journalist, <laughs> this is just them trying to be first, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. And they have called the governor's race in South Carolina. The Republican incumbent McMaster, they're saying, has won that race in South Good. Carolina. Good. You know we're not going to hear anything from is probably Pennsylvania at all tonight. I mean, we should. It's only fair that we should hear something. But, you know, I think they were saying they're going to accept ballots for another six or seven days. Hmm. How is that possible? That's so bizarre Today's election day. Yeah. Today's election day. Look, you want to mail in your ballot? Guess what? Got to be there by today. You know, I don't know why there's a question here. If you, this isn't like sending in your taxes where you postmark it by April 15th and it still counts. This is your vote. Today is count the votes day. And I just don't understand. Now, Carrie, when I went and voted, I did not see democracy on the ballot. Did you? Mm, I did not. No. I I may have mentioned this yesterday. Democracy is the ballot. The fact that we can go and do it. That's that's democracy. And it's a representative republic. We're not a democracy anyway. We're literally just representing people to go and do our bidding in Washington because I'm too busy. I can't go to Washington or Austin or uh, or Tallahassee or, or Sacramento to go do that voting my, myself at every individual issue. I'm sending somebody who, who has said that he or she will do my voting and will, in my stead, will vote the way that I want. That's if the person that I wanted won. If not, because the other person got more votes, I'm going to have to deal with two or four or six years of this person not voting the way I want. But I mean, the, the whole idea that you can call a race with 1% in or 5% in, I'm not impressed that you called it first. Now, what Fox will do or fill-in-the-blank network will do, they'll make a promo now. We called we called uh, Kentucky first and we got it right. I mean, you got a 50-50 chance of being right with that. You can make two promos and we got it wrong. And the other one, you can run whichever one is right. They won't run the I got it wrong one. But stop it. Don't be first. Be right. What's wrong with being correct? You know what I'm saying? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. But you're right. Everybody wants to be. We called it first. We did it. We said it. Well, you know what happened in 2020, and Fox has lost a lot of viewers because of it. They called Arizona first, and they mm-hmm. called it for um, Joe Biden. They called it for Joe Biden, and all the votes hadn't been tallied. And we know all the problems that ended up happening in Arizona. Maricopa County was screwed. More votes than people who are allowed to vote. This is by cyber ninjas, not by me. So calling it didn't make any sense. And then when you when you see Fox questioned about that, they stand by it like they got it right. 
I, to this day, don't know that they got the legitimate vote count right in Arizona. In fact, there are still, you know, all sorts of, there's all sorts of litigation that can still happen because of 2020. Now, Carrie Lake says if she becomes the governor, we're going to fix it. And, and I think that she's right. Now, again, she doesn't set election law. The legislature does. But having a strong governor who wants election day to be election day and not election week or not election month, I don't know when this all started. But I'll tell you this, I haven't met any Republican who says, you know, I am for having a month-long election, you know, uh, um, early voting. I, I just haven't. And as you said, Kerry, earlier in Texas, we know the voting is down, the early voting is down. Yes, it is. Yeah. That, to me, is a, a clear sign that fewer Democrats will vote in this election in Texas because Democrats like that early voting crap. Republicans go and vote, generally speaking, on the day of. Now, I'm a conservative. I did early vote. It was available to me. And generally speaking, on election day, I'm busy because I'm trying to watch and see what stories are unfolding. So it's a little bit of a unique situation. But I'd have figured it out. Had there only been one election day and had it been today, I would have figured it out. Now, having said that, there are issues here in Texas in Harris County. Harris County is where Houston is. Uh, Carrie, I sent you a, a, a tweet mm-hmm. on this. Just just give us the tweet. This is an official account that's tweeting this, right? Yes, this is update. Harris County elections has been forced to close the polling location at Melrose Park Community Center due to issues outside of our control. Voters in the area should vote at Hardy Street Senior Citizen Center, 11,901 West Hardy Road, hashtag Harris Votes. Come on, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I think we have the connection with Brianna Morello at DeSantis headquarters in Florida. We're going to connect, connect with her during the break. We'll have her live when we come back to find out what the mood is there, what the atmosphere is there. Plenty of time for your phone calls as well. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Lots happening. Trying to connect with uh, Brianna Morello. She is at the DeSantis headquarters in South Florida. I know that she had to move around a little bit. As soon as we can get uh, that connection with her, we'll do that. It is election day. It is uh, 2022 midterms. We've been hearing about them forever. And at some point, at some point, um, we just have to move on in this country and realize that a more moderate, at least, outlook from the government is going to be the best way to go. I, I, I will be beside myself if we don't have both the House and the Senate after tonight. Without a doubt, a thousand percent, we should have the House and the Senate tonight. I mean, one thousand percent. All right, now I'm being, I'm being told that I can, I can get Brianna on the line. By the way, we're taking phone calls this entire time. Taking phone calls at 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're doing that the entire program because this is a vital midterm election. This is a midterm election like we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And the bottom line is we're starting to hear some early numbers coming in. I don't know if I trust those. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea if, um, if we could trust those early numbers. 
Hey, just to let you know, Monica, Sam, I'm not getting an answer. You guys connect first, then let me know when it's ready to go. I appreciate that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Carrie, any any uh, new results coming in? As a matter of fact, yeah. I don't know if you want to hear about the Florida governor's race. Why not? Let's uh, go. 36% in. We've got DeSantis at 53%. Chris, the Democrat, at 46%. Uh, Georgia governor's race, 8% in. Uh, Abrams is at 63% against the Republican Kemp at 35%. Also in Georgia, the Senate race, 8% in. Warnock, the Democrat, is a leading walker by 63 to 31%. And yeah, what, what was the percentage in on that one? 8%. Eight 8% in. 8% in. I, I, let me ask you this. I can't show you on camera right now because uh, we, we're actually doing something else. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Should we be reporting every percent? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, are we actually doing anything appropriate here <laughs> by reporting all that? I, I don't know. It's don't like we're, know. we're making all these reports. We're doing all this stuff. And um, it, I don't know that we're getting really the result that, that we want in that we're getting some sort of piecemeal. I mean, what did you say? 63 to something in, in Georgia? That's it's completely fallacious. Yes. Yeah, 63 to 35, the Georgia governor's race right now. And that's at 8%. The South Carolina, the Senate race, they've already called with less than 1% in the Republican. They're saying Scott uh, has 70% and that race is being called for him. I mean, so I don't know. Does it do any good? I don't know. It's what I do on election night. Um, does it matter if it's 8% or 10% or 12% or 25%? I guess it matters when they call the race and who wins, but is it kind of exciting to hear about um, as the numbers start coming in? I think so, but it's, may, it's like maybe that's just me. Like the either side, whichever side is the one that's paying attention is getting some sort of weird false hope. I mean, it's very, very interesting. Uh, Brianna, can you hear me? Just give you a thumbs up if you can hear me. All right, very good. We're going to go to Brianna Morella, who is in uh, in Florida. She is actually, I mean, first of all, you've been running around like a wild woman trying to get a, a good setup, and you're looking great. You're sounding great. Hopefully, uh, we're going to get we're going to get to you to you right now. Um, tell me this: Where are you? First of all, you're in South Florida somewhere, right? Well, actually, no, Joe. We are in Tampa, Florida, oh. and that's where the governor is having his uh, celebration party tonight. It's not a victory party. I called it a victory party. I was corrected because you don't want to jinx it. Okay. But he's having a celebration party right now. So it's a packed house. It's very exciting. Um, and we're also, you know, not too far away from where the Bolts play. So uh, it's, it's, it's looking good so far for him as well. Uh, I was just looking over the numbers. I know you guys were just talking about some of the numbers that are coming in. I was just looking at some of the numbers right now coming in from Florida. Even Miami-Dade County, I mean, even them, that is normally historically a blue county. That is flipping red for us tonight. Uh, I believe there was more registered Republicans who showed up today to the polls than Democrats, which is a huge victory for Republicans here in Florida. And if you look across the map, even where, I, where I'm from in West Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach County, which is normally historically a blue county, yeah. they saw, even though they saw, they did see more Democratic voters come out to vote, they did see a drastic shift, though, from 2020 elections. I believe in 2020, Biden won over by 12 percent. Right. Today, right now, there's only about a 5% margin of Democratic voters that turned out to the polls. So we still don't have the final numbers in, but just looking at the turnout, 
it's pretty insane. It's looking like it's going to be a complete bloodbath for, for Democrats here in Florida. Brianna Morello joining us live from Tampa, Florida. That's where the, the celebration party is going to be. You can't say victory party. I get that. Um, at, at the end of the day, you've got people in this country trying to pit Ron DeSantis against Donald Trump. Today, Trump walked out of voting in Palm Beach and was asked to yes. vote for DeSantis. He said, yes, I did. Uh, is, is there something there? Are people talking about the, uh, that in Sunshine State or not? Well, listen, I was down at the Trump rally over the weekend on Sunday that was down in Miami, Florida, and the president was praising uh, and telling his audience that they have to reelect Governor Ron DeSantis. So it did feel a little bit different. Obviously, the day before Saturday, um, he did make those comments in Pennsylvania. It didn't sit too well with the base. I think most people do understand what's at stake here. Um, We'll see. I mean, he he wasn't at the rally that we had in in Miami, Florida for Senator uh, Mark Rubio. Right. So it was a little confusing from that alone. Uh, we don't know why that was, but, um, you know, a lot of people are speculating. And it didn't help the comments that the president did make, uh, especially since, you know, we're heading into an election. I, you you kind of wish that he just ride this one out for a couple of days, right? Yeah, I think that's what most <laughs> people were thinking. I don't know a single conservative, even a Trump supporter who thought making a comment about Ron DeSantis was a good idea. Uh, it seems to be like there was more backlash than any type of positive feedback on that one. So we'll see. Things are heating up, though, in Florida. It seems to be, you know, if Ron does throw his hat into this, it does seem to be the mecca of the 2024 election. This is going to be where everything is taking place. Yeah, absolutely so. right. It's it's Tampa, Florida. This is uh, Brianna Morello, former Fox News producer, great reporter. She's got a Substack. It is actually briannamorello.substack.com. Go and follow her there. Let me ask you this. Why would Miami-Dade go red? Is it because Cubans and Dominicans and Mexicans that live in that part of the uh, part of the state are finally realizing, you know, we're pretty conservative? Yeah, well, that's what I learned when I was down at the, the rally over the weekend. Uh, we learned that, you know, and I've always known this, obviously, because there's a deep uh, so anti-socialism background in a lot of Cubans and Venezuelans. And that's where you see a lot of these people in South Florida who, who are saying we're done with the Democratic Party because they see similarities in the Democratic Party to what they saw back in their home countries. Right. So I think that's the reason why they're getting out and voting, because there's never been a more critical time to go out and do so. Um, we've been following the elections. We've been talking to a lot of people. The rally, like I said on Sunday down in Miami, was uh, heavily Hispanic. Um, it, it was incredible to see the amount of support that was out there. But it really did set the tone for what Tuesday would eventually be. And, and we're seeing all that kind of pan out now. There's a lot of pride amongst Hispanic Americans, especially down in South uh, Florida, to be an American, to be here in the United States. Yeah. And we're seeing it. So um, it, it's a message to Democrats. You know, we were joking around earlier and saying, you know, Democrats are going to see the numbers coming out against his, uh, coming out from Hispanic voters, and they're going to realize that this open border policy that they think is going to favor them is actually not favorable towards them. And, and they might t- end up toning down that rhetoric a little bit about the open border policy that they currently say that they support, because it's really not beneficial. Uh, and we're going to see that in both Florida and Texas, I feel like. Uh, amazing uh, job getting in place. Thank you for jumping on there and being live with us here from Tampa. It's Brianna Morello. Go and check out her Substack. Uh, wh- Ten seconds. Will you guys in Florida know who won tonight? I believe we will. Yes, and we'll have an update for you guys tomorrow on Emerald Robinson Show. The Absolute Truth. We'll be we'll be reporting live on that, and we'll give you guys the update on that as well. We think the world of you and Emerald. Thank you very much, Brianna. Thanks for a great report. Great live report from Tampa. Let's check in again later on. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Have a great evening. All right, you too. Uh, good stuff there. I mean, jumping into place, getting it done that well, very, very smooth in the, in the delivery. Very interesting to watch South Florida because that is, if, if Miami Dade goes for Republicans in DeSantis and, and Marco Rubio, 
That's going to be a complete sea change in that state. We'll give you more numbers as we go. We've got Senator John Cornyn coming up uh, right after the break. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Contact me by going to JoePags.com, clicking on all the social media, or click on contact to send an email. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.